welcome everybody and thanks for tuning in you have found the podcast simply Seabass. i am Seabass, your host listen i'm really glad you guys are here uh, i think we got a really fun show we're going to be talking about some animes um but this is a anime slash game slash personal podcast so Maybe some days we won't be talking about animes. Maybe we'll just talk about games. Or sometimes we'll have a guest and we'll just talk about what they want to talk about the whole time. But either way, I think we're going to have a really fun time. I'm just excited to be doing this. I'm excited for the guests I'm going to have on. I'm excited to get interactive with the listeners. I'm just, I'm just excited. So just sit back and relax and listen to us. And by us, I mean my, me and my co-host, Jason. How you doing, Jason? What's up, y'all? Uh, that voice you just heard is uh my co-host Jason Schwab. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, couldn't think of anybody else to do this with. Not like I didn't have a choice, but like I, I think, I think, I think we're a good pair, bro. That's what I'm saying. Definitely glad to be here, Seabass. I greatly appreciate you considering me. <laughs> uh, well, man. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being here. We got some stories together, so it's going to be fun to unravel those. And that's where the personal part of this podcast kind of comes in. Me and Jason have been friends for a long time. Uh, we actually used to live together at my parents' house, struggle days. So there's definitely going to be some stories about that. But we've also had some fun times going to raves and stuff like that. So it's going to be talks about that and well i just i just like talking anime definitely love talking anime with you see bass you're the only one who gets it you don't yell at me about spoilers you're just like oh man wait hold on no i don't want to know about that <laughs> i'm like oh okay cool beans all right you, you, you don't let me finish and then be like oh dude you're an asshole for spoiling that i'm glad i'm glad um yeah, also father to be, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 June. Wow, that's sweet. But congratulations. Um you better start counting those days. <laughs> uh but are you excited? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yet, dude. Like it's totally wild. It hasn't hit yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just because I can't go into the like doctor's offices and see all the stuff yet. So it's just like, oh yeah, she's pregnant. But then when I see it, I think it'll hit. I get to go see the uh, gender on our next one. So I get to go to that. Oh, dude, dope. So you're saying we might have a little schwab running around here soon? That'll be gnarly. Dope. Yeah, yeah, that'll be gnarly. But I feel you about the hitting it part. It's kind of like when someone dies or something like you, you don't really like. Yeah. Yeah, nope, nope. I totally get that. It like hits in a, such a weird way. Time we uh, uh dive on in. Dive on in. Dive on in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, Seabass. We gotta be, you know, courteous. Uh, spoiler alerts. Just so you know, I tend to forget that I am talking, and I will just go off the wall. So if you're tuned in, please be mindful of spoilers. Yes. Um, I will do my best to warn you beforehand or uh so on and so forth but be cool if we get like a little spoiler ahead 
<laughs> sound. We'll see. All right, man. Well, let's dive on in, like we said. We got a couple anime topics that we're going to be discussing today. The first one is Yashihime, Princess Half Demons. Uh, I really like the premise of this one. So, it's a spin-off of Inuyasha, a 2000s anime that has a girl travel to the feudal era and end up helping a half-demon find and destroy what is called the Shikon Jewel. And in this one, uh, they all, they both have daughters. He has a brother called Shishomaru, but they all have daughters and it kind of shifts the spotlight to Shishomaru's daughters. And I think that's pretty cool. Inuyasha's kid is also in the series. It's the main character, but I think the main focus is more or less, uh, like story-wise, is the twin story. And then we have another anime that is near and dear to both our hearts, and that's gonna be Digimon Adventure 2020. Um, we're gonna be doing comparisons and what we like and dislike about uh 2020 compared to the first one or the original that we grew up with i can tell you already there are things that i like about it and there are things that i don't like about it but we'll get into that later so let's get started with our first topic and that's yashihime princess half demon so the way the show is animated and written it seems like it's following the story of toa one of shishomaru's twin daughters and we're going to be kind of going through this uh, episode by episode, uh, and we're going to be going through this kind of episode by episode, so bear with us, uh, we'll put it in our commentary, and so on and so forth. Shit on silence. I am. <laughs> put your shit on silence. My bad, dog. I don't normally have it on, but like, you know, Ryan gets upset when people don't answer their phones, and then he calls me. That's so I leave it on so I don't get upset with. That's a good system. Um, so it follows Toa, the daughter of Shishomaru, from one of the main characters of Inuyasha, the original anime, an early 2000s anime that I really love. That's why I'm watching this one. Um, I think it's really cool that they uh, kind of took the spotlight and put it on uh, different people for this one. What do you think, Jason? Definitely enjoying that they kind of have uh, all the main characters not in it, pretty much. Like, it's a relief that it actually follows a different story. Um, obviously, there's elements that have, you know, the past characters, because without them, we wouldn't have our characters now. But I do like the way they're going, how there's less involvement with the original Inuyasha cast. Yeah, I feel that. Like, yeah, it's kind of good to see some characters, but you kind of want to, like, like, developmentally, if, like, all of them are still there, you're like, oh, well, nothing really happened, I guess. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but like I said, it follows the story of his uh, daughters, actually, uh, Toa and Setsuna. They're twins, and they get separated at birth. Um, 
So they get separated at birth, and then Toa spends the next 10 years in Kagome's uh, present era. Um, oh, <laughs> separated at Did I say separated at birth? I'm saying separated at birth. <laughs> okay, so the okay, so it follows the twins, and they were separated when they were four. Um, I guess a fire erupted, uh, and uh, they he got guesses, folks. <laughs> I don't guess. No, you do guess. I know how that fire happened. Oh, oh, do you? Yes. It, it already starts? Yes, yes, yes. I know how that fire happened. Oh, shit. I told you, Ming. I started following this up. <laughs> Guys, I got really bored last Saturday, I think it was, and I was just reading about some Yashihime because I knew we were going to be talking about it, and I didn't know at first that Seabass was only watching the dub. So I was getting myself caught up, and uh, something piqued my interest in episode 12, so I was like, oh, Screw the dub. Skip three episodes. Let's go to episode 12. And now I'm caught up because things got really interesting, Seabass. Uh, spoiler alert? <laughs> spoiler alert. Dude, that... No, that's not, that's not really a spoiler, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but they're separated uh, when they're four years old because of a fire. Uh, we'll get more into that. Um, but for the first episode, not a really a lot happens. Uh... There's a flash forward in like the actual series to where they're telling a tale of a flash forward of the end of Inuyasha series uh, when Kagome stays with Inuyasha in the feudal era. And I think they jump like six months, is it? Yeah, yeah. Sango has her daughter and then her, her has her daughters. Then they do some stuff and then, yeah, that's when Roothead comes. Uh, Sango also has a son, does she not? I don't think she had the son yet. She has the the son no, was barely an infant when uh the girls are born. Oh no! Well, yeah, well, yeah. So no. he is born. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just a flash forward to uh six months, six month time pass from when Kagome decides to stay with Inuyasha. Um, they fight a demon named Roothead. Uh, which becomes a bigger player in the series down the line. But it just foreshadows a lot of stuff that's going to happen in the series. Uh, one other thing that you'll probably notice is the owl. He was back He was back there too, if you didn't uh, catch that in the first episode. I did not catch that. He was there. Uh. Yeah. So, um... Like I said, uh, the owl will also play a big part in uh, the series down the line. Um, all right, so as for episode two, uh, a lot happens. Uh, they introduce the twins, Setsuna and Toa, at four years old. They live together in peace uh, in the forest. Uh, no, uh, no Shishomaru to be seen at all. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> Change the underwear. Take her to the fair. Ah, oh, fuck. I, it, dude, I, I accidentally used to, like, rock that song when I heard it, like, when it came on. <laughs> I love you, Seabass. You're such a gentle soul. <laughs> uh, not that I didn't have a father or anything. I just, I don't know. It's, it's just, just awesome powers. 
That's all I gotta say. Austin Powers. Austin Powers was my man. Michael Myers. You rock. Um. All right, but uh, they live in peace. They get along a lot, and then uh, one day when they're just sleeping, a uh, fire erupts in the forest that they're living or whatever, and uh, they get separated, and Toa gets tugged in by the Rainbow Corridor. Uh, because of the Tree of Ages. Um, she feels super guilty about leaving her sister, even though she had, like, no control about it. Um, but yeah. Apparently she feels super guilty. None other than Tagome's little brother, Sota, finds her, and, uh, they spend the next ten years together. Um... Uh, when she's grown up, uh, seems like she's a troublemaker, or not a troublemaker per se. She defends herself, so she gets in a lot of fights, and uh, I guess... She doesn't put up with that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't put up with that bullshit, so uh, pe- uh, gangs just kind of come after her, like people that she's already fought. Um Let's talk about her appearance, man. She uh, she looks like a guy. Yeah, she's definitely a tomboy. She's definitely a tomboy. I think, I think what it is is because she has all that innate demon energy, and she's living in the modern era, um, and she just fights boys, so she's considered boyish. Um, I'm pretty sure she makes a comment that fighting in a dress is hard. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say, um, she. Fights in boys' clothes or dresses in boys' clothes because it's easier to fight in. That's what she even says to Sota, I believe. Or she says it. So even in the second episode, she gets in a fight. She ends up beating him. Um, I think she's uh, halfway aware of her powers, somewhat aware of her powers. She knows that she uh, has skills that other people don't definitely doesn't know the lineage but anyway uh other than that she's uh she she does have a a cousin sister that she really likes um i think she might come into play at some point i'm not sure i don't know why they would make such a strong connection between those two if something didn't happen yeah i would like to see papa sota you know appear again yeah um I don't think that's the last we've seen of Roothead or the Tree of Ages. You don't think so? Nah. Well, oh yeah, we said about Roothead. My bad, I was like, did we say anything about Roothead? Um, but anyway, so there's a 10-year jump, and like out of nowhere, uh, Isui, Sango's and Moroku's son, is chasing a demon. Uh, he confronts Moraha, which is... Uh, Inuyasha's and Kagome's daughter, actually. That's her first appearance. Just a random fucking tenure jump. And who else is, who's confronting her is fucking Isui. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was super weird. It's just like super fucking random. Yeah, it was definitely really random. So not only do we get this random appearance by Isui and Moroha, but Kohaku and Setuna are also there. It appears they're all demon slayers, just like Songo, and Kohaku is now the captain. This is a really weird transition, I think. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, but it turns out, like, he's not even really chasing Moraha. Um, in her first appearance, uh, she goes off to say that she's actually a demon slayer. Weird. Um, <laughs> and that she hasn't left the mountains that, uh, Isui found her in for ages. And also, another thing, no Kagome or Inuyasha to be seen at all. Dun dun dun. Dun 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 is fucking right. Like I said, I... <laughs> like I said, I... I think it's weird when, like, the whole cast is back. Um, because nothing really happened. But this is really intriguing, because you think, like, the point... Or, like, half of the point of, like, the whole series of Inuyasha is Inuyasha and Kagome getting together and staying together and raising a family. So, like... So, you know, it's kind of weird that she's been alone for a while. It is... There's a great reason. A great reason. just actually saw that episode 9 was dubbed. Ooh. Which, speaking of, I do believe the dub stopped because the guy who voices Moroku did die. Um, relatively soon, Moroku does actually come in to play. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I so. noticed that. I was gonna... Yeah. But, uh, thanks for getting my head a little bit there. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You... This is what you asked for. <laughs> I yeah yeah. Uh, it do, <laughs> it does help. Uh, uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, back to it. Uh, so she has spiritual powers. Apparently, they reveal like in this fucking weird ass uh, jump. She has spiritual powers. She has red pearl. Uh, then. Uh, she said she's a bounty hunter, and her bounty was going to show up at some point, and guess who it is? None other than Mistress. It looks a lot like it's going to be. I don't know. I don't know why they're, like, recycling stuff. Probably the same kind of basilisk family. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of similarities in, uh, in this. I just don't understand. They don't make them what they are. I think uh, it was nostalgic. Yeah. I think it was for nostalgic purposes to bring another species that was similar to Mistress Centipede. Yeah. And use her to start everything off like Mistress Centipede did. Alright. Um, so, like I just said, they have red, she has a red pearl. Um, which gives her power, apparently. 
uh, we find out later on. Um, she threatens to use it, but we don't get to see it then, but I'm just telling you. It does grant her power when she puts it on, and it's like a lipstick, which is also super weird. Uh, <laughs> I think, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I don't know. With this rouge, I become Benny Yasha, the destroyer of lands. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome, buddy. I couldn't have done it better myself, honestly. I low-key like Moraha. She's dope. She is the perfect mix of Inuyasha and Kagome. All right, uh, off the bat, who do you like out of the three? Out of the three? Yeah, out of the three. Yeah, definitely Moraha out of the three. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Moraha's dope. If I had to pick out of the three, I think it's going to be Setsuna. She reminds me a lot of Shishomaru, like way more than Toa does. And I think she's going to get more badass down the line. And especially when she gets her memories back, I think that might like awaken something. Which I think that's something that the anime might do. So only time will tell. But as for now, I think I'm going with Setsuna. Setsuna and Toa are pretty cool, but uh, Moraha definitely has the energy I was looking for. I mean, dude, it's a show about their kids. I need some nostalgic effect, and Moraha is literally perfectly Inuyasha and Kagome. Down to Inuyasha's facial features, the faces he makes, I mean, and down to Kagome's <laughs> bop you in the head. You want to know something? I like her... Uh... Her sub voice better than her uh, dub voice, like, way better. Like, 100%. Like, if they could switch voices somehow, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what to say, like, specifically, but yeah, um, if they could switch her voices, that would be great. Alright, so moving on, uh, Moraha realizes that Setsuna has a pearl after they've went at it for a little while, you get to see her skills, and uh, then both of them get marked by Mistress Three Eyes, and Moraha gets her pearl stolen, and so they chase after her. Okay, so at the same time, um, Toa had beat up that gang, uh, and in that scene before she went to school, uh, they're like, we're going to call our brother. So they end up going and getting revenge on her by uh, taking her family hostage uh, near the shrine. That was some weak bitch shit right there. I don't like that shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you're the type of person that's trying to go take somebody's family hostage or go mess with their little brother or sister because they messed you up, you a bitch. You heard it here first. Uh, you are a bitch. Or if you're in an anime and you take their, your family hostage. So Toa ends up defeating the gang, no problem. There's a little bit of uh, drama because her cousin doesn't want her fighting or whatever. But ultimately, it ends with them in the police car and Toa noticing a scent. At the same time, Moraha and Setsuna are chasing Mistress Three Eyes because both of their pearls got stolen away from them. 
and while they're fighting Mistress Three Eyes, it just so happens they're near the Tree of Ages. So what activates? The Rainbow Corridor. So they all get pulled through and almost instantly Toho recognizes Setsuna. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I really thought they would have had all that done within the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't expecting that stuff to take as long as it did. Um, I totally agree with you on how you feel like it was too quick. But at the same time, you know, it just felt like it shouldn't have been a long thing. I don't know. I don't know. It was a cop-out, the way of how easily they did it, but I really feel like that shouldn't have been a whole long thing. Should have been, like, one whole little story told of how they did it in an episode. So Toa realizes that Setsuna has came through the portal by her scent and kind of by her looks as well. Um, Moraha's also there, and they end up defeating her, I believe, or uh, Toa ends up defeating her because she finds that she has demon powers and shit. Yeah, she breaks her sword trying to help, and then she uses her demon energy to project the sword. Kind of like Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho, how he had that spirit sword, but she has a demon sword. Yo, I need to watch Yu Yu Hakusho again. Dog! I love Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> like, I I watched, like, a little bit in order, but then, like, I had no idea what was going on, like... I just watch bits and pieces, so I gotta get on that, honestly. It's, it's on Verve and Hulu. Yeah. So, like I said, we're gonna be talking about a lot of anime, and, like, I haven't technically seen all of them all the way. Yes, I know of a lot of them, but I've never dived on in. I'm sure there's a few anime that I know a lot about that I have never watched before, and we'll realize it when we discuss them. Exactly. And that's kind of that's kind of the thing that I want to do with this podcast. Uh, it's kind of I I hope you guys will enjoy me talking about it, and then maybe you guys will watch it, or uh, yeah, or we can just discuss it. Like I'm down to talk anime all day, all day. <laughs> I don't know. I like it, dude. We should call it a spudcast because we're always baked like potatoes. <laughs> Spud, uh, the Spudcast. <laughs> Spudcast Spud brought to you by Simply Sea Bass. Spoiling Schwab. Spoiling Schwab. I don't know, it just came to me. Alright, man. Well, we might just have our uh, first nickname of the podcast here. <laughs> um, okay. Yashihime. So. So they just end up defeating Mistress Three Eyes, and they both get their pearls back, Moraha and Setna. And Toa goes over to Setna to greet her because she hasn't seen her in such a long time, and she doesn't remember. I guess during the time skip, her memories got stolen from her, and she just doesn't remember Toa. Super disappointing on Toa's end. All she wanted for the last 10 years was to get back to her sister. And now that she sees her sister, her sister's like, who are you? I'll kill you. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And then that's where 
uh, it kind of ta takes a weird turn again. Uh, so she realizes that's her sister and she's trying to convince her and she kind of gets close to her. Or she touches her and she like, she doesn't like that. So she takes a swing at her, like really trying to kill her. Uh, and at that point, um, from the previous episode or yeah, it's a previous episode or the first episode from the first episode, uh, it looked like a piece of root head had got stuck to the tree and uh he's making his debut in the third episode uh <laughs> what are you uh Jason has little electric paddles that are buttons i think no these are like rubber stoppers i don't know oh this is your room dog <laughs> i don't i don't even know where you got those in a bag on the loaf <laughs> A bag on the loaf. A bag on the loaf. Bag on the loaf. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, on a bag on a whoa. And the loaf is just a piece of furniture that I've had for a long time. I believe it's called an ottoman. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know the technical term. That is a yeah. footrest, my guy. I believe the technical term is ottoman, my guy. Ottoman. Ottoman. Uh, the layman's term is footrest. That is what I know for sure. <laughs> but it's a yellow. Uh, it's a yellow ottoman that looks like a loaf of bread. So, it's the loaf. I need to get it repolstered. To be honest. Straight up. Bring it back to life, Franken furniture style. So Roothead finally makes his appearance after being dormant in the Tree of Ages for like 15 years and he notices Toa and he realizes that she's powerful so he possesses her, ends up attacking Moraha and Setsuna, they go at it for a little while, then he ends up realizing that it's useless so he transfers to the little cousin May and well he thinks that they're not going to do anything to him because he's in that body, but he can't do anything to them in that body either. So Setsuna uses one of her special abilities, which is Moon of the Resting Moth, and that just puts him to sleep, and then she ends up finishing off Root Head with some demon powder. Whoop whoop. <laughs> uh... So the second episode ends with them being supposedly stuck in the modern era and living with Sota and his family. But I have some issues with this because I hate to spoil it for you folks, but they go back in the third episode. Lady Kaede says in that exact episode that it's not going to be easy for them to return to their time. I thought it was foreshadowing like a little mission they had to do in the modern era. I'm not one for filler, but I mean there could have been some other aspect. There could have been some side quest or something that they could have had to obtain in the modern era to go back. I mean, they could have done something is all I'm saying. Like when I tell you how they get back, it's going to be clear as to why I have an issue with it. 
It's just, it's just stupid, I think. And yes, I know I glossed over the fact that Lady Coyote is still alive. Yes, she is still alive. How that's possible, I don't know. But anyway, I guess I forgot to mention the source of Setsuna's memory loss. Uh, it comes from the Dream Butterfly, or the curse of the Dream Butterfly. And not only does she lose her memories, she can't sleep. Alright, going into episode 4. I guess I forgot to mention that during their little squabble with Mistress Three Eyes, Kagome's mother actually recognizes or sees Moraha and she's like, oh, she's a lot like Kagome in Inuyasha. And she determines that that could possibly be their kid. So they end up living with Sota because they get confirmation about them being relatives and all. And I'm just saying this because I'm pretty sure Moraha is just chilling the next day with the family at the shrine doing some Tai Chi with the the elders. The elders. And she just sees, she notices Roothead. And uh, then later on in the episode, after we figure out that Setsuna apparently can play the violin very well, very well, uh, that they just have to barter with Roothead to get back to their time. So yeah, not a lot happens in the first half of this episode. So yeah, not a lot happens in the first half of this episode. It's just basically a big old family reunion and... Then Toa decides she's going back, and they just kind of pack up and go. Alright, where were we? I don't remember. <laughs> Alright. Oh my god. <coughs> I'm not even going to lie, I was setting up my McDonald's app. <laughs> That's what you're doing with your time? Yeah, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> Gotta grab some food when I go pick up the pregnant lady to bring her back here so we can play some Mario Party. So, what's their plan? Their plan is to just barter with it. And what oh, are yeah. they barter? They're, uh, rainbow, rainbow pearls. And I guess the portal that they use to travel. So after they say their goodbyes, uh, they tell Roothead that they'll give him the Rainbow Pearls to pass through the Rainbow Corridor. They end up fighting him, and then I think... Not yet, not yet. So they go through the corridor. Um, The reason why they didn't give him the pearls, they didn't plan on giving him the pearls, but the Tree of Ages spirit reveals itself, herself, to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Yeah, so the Tree of Ages revealed itself. And who is it? None other than Kikyo. Not Kikyo, per se, but her form. I don't know why they just don't leave her alone, man. Dude, Kikyo <laughs> will never get to rest. It is disappointing. It is saddening. It is leave that woman alone. Nine seasons or whatever of Inuyasha. And it wasn't until the la second to last season that they let her lay to rest, and now, boom, immediately brought her back. 
Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Just like super, super spoiler, super spoiler. We are super off topic. Leave Jiraiya the fuck alone too. Okay, you hear, heard it here. So it's Kikyo. <clears throat> so we figure out it's not really Kikyo. It's just her form. Uh, and her form has some tasks for the girls. Well, I'm going to tell you, Jason. Task number one is to slay a great dog demon that rivals Inuyasha's and Shishomaru's father. His name is Karimaru, and he's trying to manipulate time to, like, rule the world. And when they're done with that, the t second task is to slay Shishomaru. Why? Because he doesn't want to take the title of the great dog demon and he's walking his own path so he must die <laughs> um but in all seriousness this is where the series gets interesting more so you get more backstory on the lore of inuyasha and shishomaru um i like where they're headed with this but anyway they're not too interested in fighting either of them. Uh, Toa gets mad that the tree asked them to slay their own dad. Uh, Setsuna doesn't want to either because she doesn't even remember him at this point. Um, the only one that is interested is Moraha. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a duck, but he's definitely uh, yeah. a great demon and i think he's the demon of the west so yeah they pretty much just flat out refuse to do what the tree of ages is saying uh they show that they're a lot like shishomaru in this way because he said that he wants to walk his own path and they're gonna walk their own path um but also in one of the scenes in this episode uh we see Roothead, or like, yeah, it was Roothead, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Roothead and Tishomaru talking, and behind him, Rin was, like, frozen in... Oh, no, that was not Roothead, I don't think. No? No, 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 no. Who was he talking to? Then? I have no idea. I don't remember the episode that freshly, but I don't think Tishomaru was talking to Roothead when that, uh, thing... Uh, well, I thought it was. I got a look back but it was Rin that was in but anyway they get through the gate and then they end up fighting Roothead I mean I don't think he really even puts up that much of a fight uh no no um they tell her no and then she goes okay well have fun with Roothead then hey Roothead they're not going to give you those pearls they promised. And then she disappears, and then they fight Roothead, and then they go through. Yeah. And so now they're in the fucking feudal era. So yeah, moving on down to uh, 
episode five. Um, when they get back, they kind of split up. Moraha goes and collects her bounty, and Setsuna and Toa go off and help Kohaku. They get a mission from him, which is to slay a demon that's been extracting bones from villagers, and then Moraha goes and collects her bounty for the Mistress Three Eyes and the Hitokone, or Root Head, piece. Uh, this is where we get to see Miyoga come into play. Uh, I love Miyoga. He's dope, I think, anyway. Um, so they're off doing their own thing, but it turns out that the demon that Toa and Setsuna are chasing down for Kohaku is the same bounty that Moraha is chasing. And that just so happens to be Jukatsumaru, which is the son of Toketsu, which is a disciple of the demon that they are asked to slay. That is when you get to see your first taste of Beniyasha, the destroyer of lands. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, loosely, it reminds me of, uh, remember, this is like a DBZ reference, that chick with the blonde hair. Um, oh, Launch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it reminds me of. Oh, that's funny. That so, is. to activate, uh, we figure out to activate the, her pearl or whatever, she puts on the rouge, which is like lipstick, and that gives her her demon power um because they end up fighting and defeating one of the four pillars toketsu toketsu who she initially beheaded did she actually do it no we figure out that uh we figure out that she didn't actually kill the thing that she got the red pearl from she just got lucky. Yeah, she got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I got a question for you. So like, you you've seen the final act of Inuyasha, which is the yeah final yeah. act yeah, yeah. yeah. final yeah. season yeah. of. Uh, did you think it was a little uh Mary Sueish? Like they got like what they needed really fast, kind of because it was like in one season he yes in one season he got wasn't it Adam and Barrage and Mado get Zangetsuha? No, 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 no. no, he got the he got the Dragon Scale and then he got the Moraha Zangetsuha. Uh, the, yeah, what you said. Yeah, yeah, Mado Zangetsuha. Yeah, the Mado. I love Zangetsuha. that move. That's a um, badass name. It is cool that Shishomaru finally got his own sword though. Yo. Boxiga is gnarly. Gnarly. Like, just the name is nasty. Super sick nasty. Nasty. Alright, and to wrap up episode 5, uh, they just cut through Jukatsumaru and Toketsu. We get to see a little bit more of Toa's powers, and we get to see Benyasha, of course. Um, the kickback for that is that she's out for a day after she uses it, so we won't be seeing it as much as we might like to. But anyway, that does it for episode five down to episode six. Episode six, 
Marha, of course, goes back and gets her reward from Master Jubei. Um, he's the guy that gives her her bounties and pays her. Um, he actually is a much bigger player than uh, we know right now, but we'll soon figure that out. But anyway, she gets paid, and she's looking for a new bounty, of course. Um, Travelers has been going missing in the mountains, and uh, Master Jubei says there's a bounty for it, so they go check it out, and what do they find is a town full of ghost cats. <laughs> uh, I think that's kind of funny. Um, but honestly, it's not really too big of a episode. It's just a filler episode, more or less. Um, you just get to see Toa use her powers more. Um, like she figures out she can absorb and redirect uh, demon energy. Um, also, she can just absorb the demon energy without killing her. Uh, enemies which I think kind of ties back to when uh she was in the present day and her cousin didn't want her to fight anymore um she wants to defend herself but uh she doesn't necessarily want to kill kind of like uh in Inuyasha they even reference Inuyasha's Tetsaiga how he gets the dragon scale and he could steal demon energy so yeah not too much to say on this episode yeah it's cool to see uh what the pearls can do and uh them use their powers but a filler episode for sure um the next episode is pretty interesting episode seven um it starts off with a scene of setsuna toa kohaku uh hisui and a couple other demon slayers and it seems like they're uh getting together quite nicely they uh end up slaying a demon yay teamwork <laughs> um but anyway uh goes on to toa going back to lady kaede's and having setsuna play the violin um she leaves early in the morning leaving toa behind which sets off the episode pretty much because she's gonna quote unquote show her worth by finding and capturing the dream butterfly oh yeah um i almost forgot uh also before this we get a scene uh seeing kyuki one of the four perils meeting up with uh i believe it's karimaru so we get our first look at him but anyway yeah, Toa goes off to go find the dream butterfly by herself to show her worth. She runs into a traveler named Riku. He acts a little suspicious. Um, he's looking for the sea, and Toa helps him find this river. Um, but for helping him, he gives her a sword. Um, it's a little odd that he would give her this sword. It's actually a trap that we figure out, and uh, Toa ends up getting captured because the sword that he left her ended up being uh, property of a lord of some sort. So she gets captured, and then she gets taken to a palace. Um, it's the same palace 
that we see in the first episode when they do the flash forward uh, with Inuyasha and Kagome after the six months of her being there. Retrospectively, um, obviously the sword was a trap for Toa to get captured. Uh, Riku uh, is super suspicious. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, he becomes a bigger player in this whole scenario. So, one of the things that I said to look out for was an owl. Uh, so, it ends up, the g guy that's telling the story was an owl from the first episode that I noticed. It's the same demon. Indeed. Yeah. So, that's 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 pretty much where I left off, and that's pretty pretty interest that's a pretty interesting leave off i think anyway um yeah what do you think man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because honestly that is right about where i did my little three episode skip yeah and well i see? watched episode eight but i i do not retain information well so i gotta watch Yashihime again to actually remember what the frick is going on, but I do know what the frick is going on at the same time. I hate my brain sometimes. Yeah, dude. So I'm gonna have to like be writing notes while I'm watching episodes now. Like I'm not even joking. <laughs> um. Well, see, this is what we get for doing an episode by episode base, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Well, see. I feel like we can do it with this because it's so new. Yeah, it's so fresh, yeah. and I understand that. That's that's definitely a great way to get into Yashihime. Yo, you know what else is fresh? Huh? My new car. Yo, your little Ford Focus? <laughs> My Ford Focus, yes. His little Ford Focus titanium, guys. Yes, I do, and I, I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, I know you like it a lot. I can't wait to race it. <laughs> we'll see, Bass's Focus. Beat, spoiling Schwab's, Lanza, we'll never know. Yeah, we will. We'll take it to the racetrack soon. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> uh. That was fun. That was. You want to dive into Digimon or nah? Uh, wait, hold up. We got a... Uh, no. Anything to this? Uh. Oh, yeah, the Pearl thing. We got to talk about the Pearl thing. Um. <laughs> So, creators of Inuyasha and this anime going on now, why don't you just call it a jewels? Like, I don't. Because if you. they call it a jewel, it is still too close to what it originally was, but they needed to keep it something similar to the original because without original aspects, they feel like it will fail. They had a formula, they had to make it work. But if they call those the rainbow jewels... Well, that's just the Shikon jewel in different colors. I mean, we're still saying that about the rainbow pearls, but we at least can't call them jewels. Yeah, but I'm just... Ah, God. Why so many similarities? I, I, I guess it's, like, it's the... What you said, it's, uh... Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. I always forget that word. I feel that. It's spelt super weird. Or maybe it's just because it's weird letters. 
And I think it's just because there's an O when you say nostalgia, so it doesn't sound right when you look at it. Like, it definitely should be spelled with a U, but we're not a phonetic, I think that's the word, we're not a phonetic language. Not everything is spelt the way it sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about the next episodes coming up. Uh, I think they're gonna be dope. Um, yeah. Uh, Schwab. They, Schwab, they are pretty dope. <laughs> Schwab here already knows. They're pretty dope. Um, a lot of revealance. Revealance? Yeah, a lot of revealance. Um, stories coming together and... Yeah, I'm actually hyped to watch next week's episode. Um, until last week when I watched all these episodes, I wasn't actually watching it for a minute. Not even going to lie. was a little embarrassed to come tell you, yeah, I haven't been watching Yashihime, so I don't know how we're going to do this first podcast. <laughs> but then it got good. It got good, guys. got good. It took 15 episodes, but got good. You're hearing it. You're hearing I'm a it. simple man. It doesn't take much to please me. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank, thank you for ruining that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm simple-minded. It's not hard to get my attention. Uh, I'm just saying, you know a good anime Ooh, from a bad anime. Swords. Yeah, I do know a good anime from a bad anime. But I need to smack some heads around because people are trying to say Black Clover is a bad anime. And honestly, I got some personal beef with that. So if y'all want to come to Pueblo, Colorado, we can catch these hands. We will be talking about that. Love Black Clover. Don't you disrespect it? That's my favorite knuckle-headed little mage. Have you seen him since the time skip? He looks like a little yummy. It's so adorable. <laughs> I have. He's a beefcake, basically. <laughs> He's a little beefcake. It's great. Flies around on the sword. That's gnarly. That's gnarly. That's gnarly. I love watching Asta grow. And it's not plot armor. It's never plot armor. Look, it took him how long? 150 episodes to finally fly on that sword. At least they don't plot armor him. Uh, Asta's gonna be getting some plot armor soon, but yeah, that sword thing's pretty gnarly. Alright, we might have to cut some shit out. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Alright, well, that was topic number one, man. Um... I know we have another topic on our hands that's near and dear to both our hearts. If I could say so myself. Definitely say so yourself. I would definitely agree with that. Um, I love me some Digimans, dude. Like, first of all, Digimon, better than Pokemon. End of story. Don't want to hear it. Don't care how much business Pokemon got because y'all forget we live in America where not everything is what we think it is. Stop being Americans and thinking that the world revolves around you. I do like Digimon a lot. Um, Dog, listen, War Greymon versus a Charizard. Let's be realistic. Dude, he's gonna terraforce that Charizard to ashes. 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 Just like his trainer. I do like the memes, though, about the evolutions online and shit. Oh, I do love that. I love it. <laughs> Kitty to tiger to lion. Oh, kitty to... Nope, wait, whoa. I think it was reptile. To like a fridge yep. with a mu machine gun or something like yep. that. <laughs> yep. That's what you call upgrades, people. 
I don't know if they're coming through, man. I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. Well, I'm just saying they they might all get edited. You can talk with your hands all your like, but yeah. not all what you say with your hands is going to get through. That's rough, man. What about the people who need to, like, you know, listen through sign language? I only know one word in sign language, and I learned it from Weirdo by Donald Glover. So if you have seen Weirdo, you know what word I know in sign language, and that's you, the only word I know. You can't listen through sign language. Duh, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying that I, yeah, I, I guess I'm saying that that didn't go over my head. <laughs> Then it did and it didn't. It you did. caught it, but it was meant to be done like that. Or, or are you just saying that? I don't know. We're gonna have to take a look back at the footage, or not footage, <laughs> at the recording, and see how much confidence I said that with. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Digimon. Digimon. Digimon Adventure 2020. Digimon Adventure 2020. That's better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, too much has gone on in this anime to do an episode by episode. Uh, so, we're doing highlights and comparisons to the first. Uh, well, not the first. We're doing highlights and comparisons to uh, the one that we grew up with. That is the first. That is the first anime. Okay. Adventure 01 is the first Digimon anime. Okay. So, yeah. Yes, we're yeah. the comparing original. it to the original. Um, Dude. Love it. So they start out with a fucking... The mo- uh, like a Digimon, Digimon first movie opening. Our war game. That's the name of the first movie. Our wait, what? Our war game. Our war game. Yeah, that's the name of the first movie. Really? Yeah. I thought it just. Ha- I nope. thought it was just a Digimon movie. No, it's our war game. Okay. Stop being America and thinking the world revolves around you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it as a first Digimon movie or the Digimon movie because I'm pretty sure that's what. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Since we have the Digimon movie brought up. Did you know that the Digimon movie caused a kid's parents to get divorced? If you are listening to this kid, I am sorry for laughing at you, but that is hilarious. Expand on that. So, do you remember the Angela Anaconda short in the or in the beginning of the movie? No. Do you remember what Angela Anaconda is? Yes, it's that kind of black and white cartoon. It wasn't a cartoon. Well, I mean, it was a cartoon, but it was like, it was very realistic. They used their real faces. So it was a Canadian sketch. I don't think it was an actual show. It might have been an actual show. But anyway, for some reason, Angela Anaconda got to do a Digimon skit before the Digimon movie. So this kid whose parents barely spoke much English, they were already on a rocky marriage. They go to take their son to see the Digimon movie because he wants to see it. They want to repair their marriage and fix their family. So they get to the movie, and the Angela Anaconda short comes on. Now, these two non-English-speaking people have no idea what's going on. This kid is crying because it's not the Digimon movie like he's supposed to see. So now parents are fighting with each other, blaming each other for taking them to the movie. And they walk out, and they get divorced. It finalized it. It is hilarious. That is a great story. 
This is what you get for telling people on 4chan. Yeah. Yeah, this is what you get for telling people on 4chan the story. Now it gets broadcasted to everybody. Uh, this is a valid, um, this is valid. This is verified and whatnot. Yes? Yes, yes, yes. He posted it on 4chan that it happened. Guys, if you ever want to read the actual story, just Google Angel or Digimon movie Ruined Marriage. Mm, there you have it. That may or may not make it onto this. <laughs> Dude, that was amazing. Um. So I guess the first thing uh we can know is that it's a lot like the first Digimon movie, right? Like kind of plot line. Uh. Yes, yes, in the sense that the internet has to do with things where they're actually, like, you know, diving into the internet how they did in the first movie Yeah. before they entered the digital world this time. And it's, uh, Ty and Matt are the first two that go into the digital world. And, uh, they end up, uh, fighting and defeating, uh, Agro Agromon? Aragonmon? Argo Agro. Was it A-R-G-O or A-G-R-O? A-R-G-O. Argo. Okay, so they end up fighting and defeating Argomon. Uh, they uh, fused to make... I heard it was Omegamon. Yeah. Official name is Omegamon. Dub name is Omnimon. But I mean, you said Matt. You, you, you gotta choose. You can't be talking about one in the English name and one in the Japanese name. We need consistency. Are we talking English or Japanese, Seabass? Omegamon is Omnimon. Okay. It's just uh, dub and sub translation. Oh, okay. I yes. didn't... Okay. But when you, you, you said Matt, Matt's name is Yamato. You can't say Omegamon and then say... Or you can't say Matt and then say Omegamon. Okay. <laughs> it's just going to frustrate me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like... I don't like calling... Someone messed with... No. I don't like saying Yamato. Yamato, Koshiro, Takaru, Hikari... Oh, you want me to... You I don't want, want you to do that. I just want you to stick with one thing. You can't say Matt and then say Omegamon. You English me sub. Now? No, not now. Oh. Wait, what? What was that signal? You ain't never watched no Full House? Cut it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what he was doing. Digimon, straight wild, straight, straight wild. I am honestly loving it. Uh, there are things I like about it. I don't love it. Oh, dude, listen, I'm going to be that guy. Dude, it's way better than the original. It's way better they than the original. They don't explain anything. What do you mean they don't explain anything? I mean, I anything? guess they do, but like, it's, I don't know. Like, it's. I just feel like it's like way less planned out as compared to the original. Like, shit just keeps on happening. And like in the other one, like there was structure. So what I noticed is that it has less. Uh, the original Digimon has filler that is canon. 
They have things in which elongates the episodes, makes things happen. This one is just straight action, 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 action. Things are going on. Something's happening. Oh, this thing just finished happening? Well, this thing is also happening. Like, everything's affected, and it's not just one crazy thing going on. I mean, it is one crazy guy going around planning all this out, essentially. Yeah. But you... it, 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 it's affected through multiple different sources, and I really love the factor that they're using actual Digimon lore. Yes, yes. Uh, I will say that. I like, the, I like that they're following actual Digimon lore, and they're doing a lot more with Digimon than just having them fight one-on-one and, oh, this one punched this one. And, 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 and I mean, how many times do they reuse the same footage in the first se- or the first original one to just do the battles? It was always the same clips. Yeah, the battles are way better. Ten times better. They they move. They animate it. Um, one big thing that, that again I don't understand that I kind of understand now is Greymon and Grumon getting those weird ass weapons out of nowhere, kind of ish. Uh, they're not out of nowhere, but like obviously, like it's to represent like the other half of his arm and then the wings that. Guru Mon gets when he mega digivolves too, so like I I understand, but yeah. Oh man, I thought those were totally just homages to Digimodify. I don't think so. Uh, it seems like they're paying a little bit of homages to every season because they had two of the legendary warriors. Yeah. Yeah, they had Calmaramon and Velgamon, the dark and the water spirits, beast versions. Oh, and then did did you see the the ones? Uh, did you see the? Uh, <laughs> My bad, I got really excited. Did you see the one that just came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. how they showed yeah. the different forms of uh, Anjumon, or they showed a bunch of different angels, and then... Uh, Alright, so we're going to talk about that. I don't care how far we are. I am mad. Why in the absolute fuck is Takaro, or T- Takaru using a Pegasus Mon? He ain't got no Digi-Egg. What is up with that shit? This is bull. You gotta can't say that, but like it just came out. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I completely, uh, yeah, I completely agree as well. Uh, that's gotta kinda, wait three years. That's kind of my issue with what's going on now. Uh, comparatively, like when they got their ultimates, as to when they got their uh, ultimates in the first. Uh, Comparatively to when they got their ultimates in the first season, and uh, the this reboot, uh, it's like a ten, it's like a Dude, ten uh, st- episode difference. It's like a ten episode difference. Is it really? Because I, I I really swear they defeat Devimon. It takes like three episodes for them to find out about the crest and the Digivices, and then they get the empty tags, and then. Yeah, almost immediately, Ty finds the Crest of Courage. It wasn't that long. It feels long because we were little kids and, like, we were filled with energy and it was like, oh my god, I need this next episode! So waiting a week felt like forever. But, no, it really wasn't that long, man. I'm about to go look it up. Find out exactly what episode Metal Greymon came. Or should we look for Skull Greymon? I think it was Skull Greymon first, right? Well, okay, I'm not 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 saying that uh, Greymon came early or anything like that. That's pretty on point. But as far as Joe getting his and Joe getting his in 
2020, it, there's a 10-episode difference. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. All right. So let's see. Yep. Episode 15, they meet Edamon. Episode 16, the arrival of Skullgreymon. That was the first ultimate. And then the Crest of Sincerity. Piximon cometh. Because they all digivolve, like, almost right then. So, hold on. Where Gurumon's Diners, episode 23. Okay, maybe it is a little bit more. Yeah, you was right. You was right. You was right, Seabass. Yeah. There's, like, a 10-episode difference uh, in that. Um, also, I really liked the them getting... I really liked the prophecy that went with the first one uh, where they get shot with the arrows from uh, TK and uh, Kari's angels. I thought that was super cool. Um, maybe that's that just... Corny. I really thought that was corny. Even as a kid, I was like, "Gay," <laughs> and 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 there's the difference between uh, me and um. I do like that they're following the holy Digimon thing. I really do. I do. So let's talk about that. Um, I am slightly disappointed that Lopmon. Ah, <sighs> so folks, I was really, really when they said the holy Digimon. Now we all know that Digimon can be singular or plural, so we never know what they're speaking about unless we like, you know, they say these Digimon or those Digimon. But they were like the holy Digimon, which can mean more than one. So I was all like, oh man, that means Cherubimon too. Oh man, are they gonna bring Willis back? Then they showed me Lotmon, and I was like, oh my god, Lotmon's going to be a Cherubimon. And yeah, I was right, but I was right for the wrong reason. She was just a helper. She ain't a holy Digimon. I was whack. Bring Willis back. <laughs> Thank you for that rant, man. You're welcome. Uh, I really... Um, yeah, and another thing, I, I guess this is a whole dislike pile of stuff I don't like about it. Sue me, I guess. I don't know. Um, but another thing I didn't like is, like, you know how they kind of explained it was, like, the Crest of Courage and the Crest of Sincerity and whatever, and, like, they kind of just blew through that. I don't... I guess, it, again, I guess it's another little corny aspect, but I don't, how are they supposed so, to... So... How are they supposed to know what to do to activate their stuff, or is that even going to be a factor? Um... <sighs> All right, I'm not for sure, but I'm pretty, pretty positive that they did show aspects of that trait when they did first Digivolve into Ultimate Forms in the 2020. But other than that, so um, and I, and just a just a search for them too was kind of cool. And, yeah, I don't know, I liked it. It was an, it was an adventure. It was really was it like it wasn't just oh they can fucking digivolve because you show this attribute. It's like hey, you gotta go out and find this thing before you can even have a chance of doing it. Like it was like a quest. I'm sure one way or another it'll pop up. Like we haven't met Genai yet. Maybe they'll meet Genai, and he'll explain to them the symbols that appear on their digivices. Do you think he's going to make an appearance in the series? Eh, Genai was important enough to have appearances in 01, 02, and Try. 
So maybe, or maybe they just dropped that route. Who knows? I mean, all the other Digimon telling the story of the Holy Digimon in the Ancient War kind of take that spot. But I feel like there'll be an explanation to the symbols, or maybe the symbols are just a throwback to us to show us, hey, we didn't forget about the crests, but we want you to know that they're kind of useless. They were pointless. Um, It might be for the simple factor that they're trying to rewrite the storyline, because, you know, obviously bringing it back, they're rewriting it. So at the end of 01, it was revealed that their crests were used to uh, protect the digital world or whatever. It was something something yeah, corny like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um, after that, they weren't supposed to be able to digivolve to Ultimate again. So maybe they're trying to save themselves the headache of finding a way around it by just not involving the crest if they want to do another adventure 202. Right, 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 right. Um, okay. That's good. Es bueno. Es bueno. But dog. Dude, dude, what was it? Neo Devimon? No. What was the mega called? Dun Devimon was raw. I am so glad they gave Devimon some love and gave him both an ultimate and a mega form. Yes. Uh, okay, so off to some things that I liked about it. They're, do- they're killing it on like the evolutions, like showing uh, evolutions and different Digimon. Because... We got to see some Digimon, but we really didn't get to interact with them. Um, I just... They didn't get the screen time they deserved. Yeah, I, I just like the variety of Digimon we're seeing, like, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Definitely enjoying that. Um, another thing I liked. I was going to say another thing that I liked about it. Low-key, I kind of did like the Pegasus Mon thing, because it was raw. That was a raw fight scene, but still mad at it. You gotta wait three years, my dude. Skull Nightmon is kind of a weird appearance. You think so? Kind of, I don't know. Yeah. He was a major character in two other seasons. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, nah, I like Skull Nightmon. He's pretty badass. Oh, no, I like him. I just think it's kind of a weird appearance by him. Fair. Fair. Uh, I think... So I do think that things have to do with Yggdrasil, so it would make sense for a knight to come through, but, I mean, that is why the royal knights exist, so... But, I mean, maybe... All right, well, well, let's talk about how... uh, How many... How many episodes is it? In? 53. 53? 53 episodes and we get War Greymon. No, not 53. Not 53. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Like 28 or something or 32. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was 32 cuz I'm pretty sure the the I'm pretty sure the most recent one is a 33. Yeah. Well, there's only 54 episodes of the old one. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, I told you it felt longer because we were kids. So do you think... Uh, do no, you think I think this will last a while. There's 32 episodes so far of 2020. I think... 
I honestly think 2020 might have a long run. I'm not sure yet. There's a lot more they could still do. I mean, they could still give everybody else Megas. We still haven't seen Metal Garurumon yet. Oh, no, we are. We're... <coughs> oh, in, inside, the se- inside the seasons? Duh. <laughs> I think so. Where Garurumon hasn't gone Metal Garurumon yet? Well, I'm just saying, we'll, we'll, I, I'm pretty sure we'll see it inside the Oh, season. no, yes, we will definitely see it. That's not what I was saying. I, I was saying we haven't seen him yet. Oh, no, 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 we haven't seen him yeah. yet. Yeah. But still, so. like, I feel like it's close ahead, especially at the rate. <laughs> uh, but like you said, it is, it, I guess it's not as big a time skip as, or like time difference as I'm thinking it is, to be honest. Um, so far, I'm enjoying the way they're bringing Hikari in. Yeah, uh, she just got taken, uh, in this most recent one or one of the most recent ones. She right? got taken like two episodes ago, three episodes ago. They're about to go confront Skull Nightmon next episode. Yeah, she she kind of went willingly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she felt like there was a reason she had to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel real weird if Skull Nightmon has something to do with Gatomon in like a more pressing way than him trying to darken Anjumon. It'd be wild if we see Gatamon come as Lilithmon. Doubtful. Very doubtful. Very doubtful. Super. Um. Do you got anything, man? I got nothing else, man. I think we can uh, wrap this episode up. Uh, yeah. I I th- I think we I think we got everything, man. I think I think it's a wrap as well. Um. I just want to thank everybody that's uh, actually stuck with us uh, through this whole episode. Uh, this is the first episode, so I presume it's going to get better, so I hope you stay tuned. Can only get better from this, my friend. Can only get better. Um, I'd like to shout out uh, Jose Fernandez. Uh, he's the guy that did the cover art for Simply Seabass. Uh, I can't thank you enough, man. Hopefully you're listening. Um, check him out on Instagram. I believe it is Jose Fernandez UC is his Instagram handle, and uh, I think I think we'll have a fun time. Is all I'm gonna say. I think we'll have a fun time just talking, chilling. Uh, got some friends with some great talent that I think should be uh, shared with the world, and hopefully I can do that with this podcast. Spudcast. Spudcast.